Good morning, world. Welcome to another episode of Zen Dependently Minded. If you are a new or returning listener, I hope you enjoy this episode. If you're interested in more combat sports analysis, predictions, and discussions like this, stay tuned because it's only going to get better from here. On this episode of MMA Minded, I'm just going to discuss and bring up a few intangibles for UFC's UFC 248's main event matchup between Israel Adesanya and Yoel Romero for the middleweight championship. So the first intangible I wanted to talk about in this very highly anticipated match, it's one of the most anticipated, uh, it's the highest I've been anticipated for a fight since Connor's return. Um, John Jones fight was exciting. It was cool to see him get challenged, but nothing gets me as, as excited as Connor McGregor and Israel Adesanya. Those two are spectacular and Israel Adesanya is about to, um, make his star even brighter because he's one of the biggest UFC stars. Um, the first matchup intangible that I wanted to bring up is just Izzy's adjustment or maybe lack thereof to becoming champion. Um, he's gotten a lot more money, a lot more fame. Um, it's probably added to his ego a little bit. I know he got, I think he got a sports car, um, some cool looking car. I think he said, he told Joe Rogan, he only got it because it looked like an anime character. It was either him or Andy Ruiz, but either way, it's going to be interesting to see if Izzy has kind of taken his foot off the gas pedal, maybe slacked a little bit in training because, you know, he could think to himself, hey, I'm champion. I don't have to work as hard. Uh, the main goal of anybody in any sport is to become champion or be the best of the best. And as of right now, he is the best of the best in the middleweight division. So it'll be interesting to see if he's been able to adjust to becoming champion. I don't think it's going to change his motivation. He looks like he's been lifting weights. He's getting buffer. Um, probably has to cut a little more weight now, a little more water weight because of how much lifting and bulking up he's done because he says he wants to finish Yoel Romero and he wants to be the first one to finish Yoel Romero. And in order to do that, you're going to have to be pretty powerful with your shots. And Izzy's power is a little underrated. Uh, people look at him and think, oh, this is another really crafty but quick on the feet and smart and intelligent striker like Robert Whitaker or Anderson Silva, but he doesn't really carry power through his shots like Yoel Romero, like Paulo Costa, like Michael Bisping in his prime, or George St. Pierre even even though he only fought once in the middleweight division. So he's going to need to build up that power, and I think he's getting prepared to do that, but that, I'm going to talk about that a little bit later in my official prediction at the end of this podcast. But like I was saying, He's he's always been confident. He's always been showy, um, and it's something that I enjoy. Uh, he's talked about and he's addressed a few of the people about a few of his haters and doubters who tell him he needs to be humble. Um, so I'm not worried about him being overly confident. There, you got to be conf- confident when you're getting locked in the cage against someone who's trying to damage you with their limbs. So I don't think him becoming champion is going to change anything. He really has said, and I believe him too, I think he's being honest when he says that when he fought Robert Whitaker to become the middleweight champ, he felt like it was a title defense because Kelvin Gastelum getting the interim champion championship belt from that that fight, that felt more like a becoming champion than facing Robert Whitaker. So I don't think he's changed as a person. He He interviews the same. He's still the same classy, but pretty showy, overly confident fighter, the one that most MMA fans and fight fans have 
grown to love over those past two two short years he's been in the UFC. But so for the second intangible I wanted to talk about is something that I'm sure everyone has been wondering is Yoel Romero's age and playing into his age is also his cardio. So Yoel Romero I believe is 41 or 42 years old and at some point Father Time is going to catch up to him. He has he's been blessed with Greek godlike genes. He's carved. He looks like he's carved from stone. He's super powerful. He's very fast. He's very very fast for being in his 40s. Uh it's it's almost superhuman like. It's almost godlike like I said with the Greek god um build in his body. Um <clears throat> and he used to he used to push a faster pace. He used to hit harder. He still hits really hard. You saw him floor Paulo Costa with Paulo's young. He's like, I think he's like 27 or 28. He's pretty young, and he was able to drop that guy, and that guy's also carved out of stone, it looks like. So it'll be interesting to see if Yoel Romero's age is going to catch up to him. Uh, I know he he's an Olympic wrestler, uh, one of the greatest wrestlers in UFC history, but he hasn't been utilizing his wrestling in his past few years. Even when he fought Robert Whitaker, he... He wasn't really able to employ and just empower people with his crafty and strong wrestling because he his strength is next to none. His power is next to none in the middleweight division, even being 42. So that being said, his age tying into his cardio, I, I just don't see it playing in his favor. The only thing he really has over Izzy at this point is power. Um... And we'll see if Izzy, Izzy, Izzy might have gotten more powerful. I think he definitely leaped in power from Kelvin Gastelum's so when he fought Kelvin Gastelum to when he fought Robert Whitaker. And seeing how he's been bulking up and really working on his power and his timing, um, maybe Israel Adesanya does hit harder than Yoel Romero at this point in this stage in Yoel's life. But the only real thing that Yoel has over Izzy is experienced in the octagon. He's fought more. He's been fighting longer. Um, he's probably been fighting almost as long as Izzy's been alive <laughs> at this point. That's how old he is. No, I'm just kidding. But his wrestling, of course. But he's probably not going to implement his wrestling because he's getting older. And as age starts to wear on him, his cardio is going to start to fall. And I don't think it's going to work in his favor. And I think it's going to work in Izzy's favor a little more. So going on to this third and last intangible is just Izzy's improvements on his takedown defense. He, like we've seen in the past, it's very, very hard to take Israel Adesanya down. I think he's only been taken down once or twice in the UFC. Um, many guys will, like Kelvin Gastelum took him down. I believe he attempted nine or 10, I think maybe nine, nine, 10 or 11 takedowns on him when they fought back in UFC 236. And it's just really hard to take him down. I believe John Jones and Israel Adesanya, ironically now, uh, since they have that beef playing out on Twitter or whatever and possibly a potential matchup in the future, those two guys have the best takedown defense in the UFC. And a lot of a lot of casual fans are people who will just like watch fights and not really know too much about the sport and not actually have done any martial arts. It looks like it's easy to to keep someone from taking you down like oh yeah just step back uh, and just sprawl but there's so much so much that goes into it and I think Izzy having a kickboxing background 
He was really smart. Um, his game plan's always been smart since he joined the UFC and since he started mixed martial arts. He knows that his advantage is with striking. Um, I don't think there's anybody on this planet alive right now, with the exception of George St. Pierre, which we'll never see them fight, and John Jones that can utilize distance and strike and is just that just has such high fight IQ when it comes to striking as Israel Adesanya. So as far as his improvements on his takedown defense and his ground game and grappling, I'm sure that's been his main focus in this fight, uh, leading up to this fight and in his training in camp and stuff, because Yoel Romero is a wrestler. He has the edge in wrestling. Um, Izzy will probably even admit to that. So I'm sure he's improved on his takedown defense and he's keeping it sharp. He's keeping his reaction time sharp. And I just don't see Yoel be able being able to take him down. And if he does, we've seen we've seen Izzy. He's learning submissions every single week. He talks about how when he first got into the UFC, he didn't know a lick of jujitsu. And when he fought Kelvin Gastelum, he was throwing up triangles and putting throwing up guillotines on him. So um, I, I'll, I'd be a little worried as an Izzy fan seeing him get taken down because you've everyone's seen those bombs that Yoel can throw when he's when he's on top and he's got mount position and side control, side saddle, stuff like that. So as far as this this intangible goes, it just kind of plays into Yoel Romero's wrestling. I mean, Yoel's wrestling, it's what he's known for. So I'm sure he's been drilling and really focusing on using his power to drive forward and really secure and complete the takedown because I he's saying he wants to catch Israel Adesanya and knock him out. But I just, I don't think that's a smart strategic move. Um, if he feels he can do it, nobody will stop him, obviously. And who am I to say I'm just a super fan? <laughs> I've never been in a cage fight before, just did a little bit of martial arts and boxing. But if Yoel Romero feels like he can win with his striking, I think he should go for it. But I think the smarter move is to try to kind of weave in and out of uh, the chess game that is the fight game and just try to wrestle but we'll see how that goes and that's going to wrap up my intangibles and I just want to finish this episode by making my official prediction I think Israel Adesanya is going to wear on Yoel he's going to run circles around him he's going to utilize his distance he's going to land a few head kicks uh, and he's just going to wear Yoel out and by the fourth round Yoel is going to have attempted quite a few takedowns He's going to miss. It's going to make him tired. He's going to have to get his huge build off the ground. And by the fourth round, he's going to be too tired. And you and Izzy's going to tee off. And he's going to be the first person to finish him. So Israel Adesanya, fourth round TKO. Thank you, everybody, who tuned into this episode. Make sure to stay tuned for more combat sports news. So that's boxing, UFC, Bellator, One, Glory, and hopefully Zufa boxing coming up soon, but stay tuned. It's only going to get better from here. And make sure if you know anybody, friends, family, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, coworker, classmate, anybody who loves martial arts and combat sports, what are you waiting for? Hook them up with Independently Minded. It's only the best MMA discussion, prediction, and analysis podcast out there. Thank you guys for listening. Catch you in the next episode.